Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Opener tonight, 6 o'clock pregame with Alex Ferrario and then Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale. We'll have the call at 7 o'clock as the Blues take on the San Jose Sharks in the opener of a two-game series. Kerbs is with us now on the Broad and Crouppen Celebrity Line as he is every Monday. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Randy, good morning. How are you guys today? Everything's great. Curbs, I'm assuming you will be at Enterprise Center, and it'll be the first time that you've been there in, in quite a while. What's that going to be like for you to finally get back in the booth? Yeah, it'll be the first time that we've seen and uh, worked a live game actually on site since uh, since uh, Anaheim on March 11th. So wow. they, it's it's going to be great. I'm, I'm looking very forward to it. I think there it will be a surreal experience with really only 300 uh, limited fans uh, sitting in the building, which are more uh, players' families and the, and the health care workers that uh, are being invited tonight. And, uh, but I, I do think it will be, uh, it, it'll be nice to see. It'll feel like it's a step in the right direction, I guess. Curbs, I look at Friday night as something that I'm at the moment not concerned about. Uh, it's uh, obviously a bump in the road. You hate to see it. Do you look at it as, uh, it as any more than a bump in the road? Well, I only from this sense. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I guess, Randy, the best way I look at it is I look at it as a bump in the road until I see our next road series. Mm-hmm. Right? I expect more out of the home series. I expect more out of the team being able to know when you're here, you play a game and you go home. It's the first time they've done that, you know, since early March as well. Um, but how this team handles the road is really going to be quite a, a test this season. It's, it's not easy. Look, it, you know, you, you could have friends, you could have family two miles away from where your hotel is, and you're not allowed to see them, you know, when you go on the road. So it's still very, very different, very much kind of locked down when, when they travel. And I don't think the team, and obviously it's the results showed it, did not handle the bubble very well. And so it, a real test of this team is going to be how they handle the road restrictions when, when they travel. So I look at it as a bump in the road from that standpoint for the time being. We'll see how it goes over the next road trip. Having said that, the other thing is we saw Craig Berube change lines yesterday in practice, put Braden Shen back at center, and 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 I think that that was a good thing. We've seen him, but we saw him adjust the lines where Mike Hoffman and Robert Thomas will be with Tyler Bozak, things along those kind of lines. That part is not unexpected. Trying to figure out and move some pieces around to get the right matches and and, and combinations you want is going to take just a little bit of time, and so I'm not surprised that. Here it is after a one-on-one start that we're doing that. Curbs, when you look at all the things, all the breakdowns that happened on Friday, if you could boil it down to one thing you'd like to see the Blues really improve on coming off of that loss in tonight's game, what would you say? Uh, I, I boy, And you hate saying it, but it's compete. Uh, I agree with what, at least, I mean, what we saw. It, it's, it's different trying to see it off of a TV screen and, and, and not be kind of in the room to feel what the energy is actually like. But 
uh, you know, Craig Berube just leveled it all down to one thing, and that was compete. And and in the end, it's that snowballed away from the team. Uh, that and discipline. Uh, you, you know, you can you can call some of those calls kind of ticky tack or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is they they were all calls. I mean, you, you get your stick up, it's going to get called. You don't move your feet, it's going to get called, and and that snowballed. So uh, I, I just look at that, and it was just. One team came out executed, and the Blues could not find any traction in that game. And you're gonna it, that that part's going to happen. But they uh, and the players admitted it afterwards. They left their goaltenders out to dry, and that's something pretty a characteristic of the St. Louis Blues. Curbs Michelle made the point earlier that in the playoff series a couple of years ago, the Blues pretty much broke the San Jose franchise. This is not the same team that we saw in the playoffs a couple of years ago or in 2016. They kind of have, I don't, I'm not saying they're going to go back to ground zero, but they have a lot of work to do to get back to where they were in the playoffs against the Blues in 2019. Yeah, I've, I've used that phrase myself. I, I it, it wasn't when the Blues beat the San Jose Sharks in 2019. They didn't just win a series; they they I, I, they dismantled the team. I mean, and it led to the fact that a coaching change happened the next year. Some other players are gone. There's no Marlowe. There's no Thornton. Uh, but, but at the same time, this is a team that still has a good amount of skill. I mean, you still have Tomas Hurdle. You still have Logan Couture. You still have Burns. You still have Carlson. You know, I mean, there's there's talent on this team. Uh, the question is, can they do what the Sharks have already done once? And that's kind of change and adjust on the fly. Um, I don't think last season San Jose rebounded from that loss and, and, and what happened the previous year. This year I'd expect it to be a little bit more calm, a little bit uh, a little bit different for them. But at the same time, they're just not – they're not – they don't have the goaltending, I think, that some of the other teams in this division have, or at least he hasn't proven to be consistent enough that uh, Jones has. And then I just don't think they're as deep in some of the positions. And this is a division that requires you to be deep. If one team, like, for example, game one that the Blues played against Colorado, if Ryan O'Reilly's line is doing their job and shutting down the McKinnon line, then you need other lines to step up and perform and lead the way offensively, and that's what happened. The same thing happened for Colorado in game two. They shut down. Their top line got going. That led the way, and the Blues couldn't get through it. So it shows you how the the battle for depth is going to be really key here, and I just don't know how deep San Jose is. I think Minnesota's gotten, obviously, off to a a very good start, you know, with a couple of overtime thrillers, and that shows you how, in a shortened season, games like that can matter so much. It's going to be an interesting battle, Randy, but – I just I haven't seen enough yet to know exactly how San Jose is going to be. They're a team that I think could finish pretty easily in the top four, and it wouldn't shock me if they didn't at the same time. Curbs, I know it was a tough game, and it's not as if the guys in front of him were playing all that well, but did you have any impressions of what you saw out of Billy Huso on Friday? That one was an impossible situation, I think, to break down Billy Huso. Uh, you go in and you probably take some shots in a shooter tutor or something like that on uh, – on and in between the second and the third periods, and then you come out, and the first thing you're facing is a power play that was already on fire and a clean sheet of ice. I, I no, I don't. That I want, I'm not the the last thing I'm going to even try and break down is Billy Huso in that game, just because it. it I, I think the team just left the goalies out to dry. There just wasn't enough compete on the puck in the middle and you look at the goals that were scored and those are some terrific grade a scoring chances that go in as well. So um, that, that reservation I think has to be held until we see his first couple of starts. Curbs. I want you to give us your rundown and I know you're always 
Um, you're always very level-headed about what happens uh, on the ice. But Robert Portuzo has to go on IR because of a hit suffered Friday night, and the league doesn't even look at it? You know, well, I, you know, this is interesting. We had a conference call with the league about, well, shoot, uh, Monday, I think it was, two days before the, the, the season started. And George Peros in the Department of Safety was part of the league presentation. And I've just always been fascinated with the fact that, you know, the level of suspension of things also is a result of an injury versus the action of the hit. Because you, you know, the two of us could get hit the same exact way, and we might come out of that hit completely different. Um, it was, to me, it was it was a shot directly to the head, um, you know, with, with an elbow. I, I, I don't like the hit. I cannot believe after they watched the Sammy Blay one that they did not watch that one. Mm-hmm. And... And whatever the reasons are for not coming up with it, I'm surprised they didn't go back and relook at it. Because when I watched their breakdown of the Sammy Blay hit, Randy, the one thing that the, the Department of Player Safety did not mention at all in their breakdown of it was was the fact that Taves had lost the puck. The, the puck had fallen off his stick. And if you look at Taves, he looks to the right, he sees Blay coming, and then he reaches back for the puck along the boards, and actually Sammy Blay got a hold of the puck. Now, he leaned into the hit. I get that part. I have no problem with it being a penalty. Um, and in the end, if, they, if it's a suspension, that's fine. But I have a hard time seeing how the Sammy Blay is a suspension and, and the Nachushkin hit was not. And so, um, But I, I love Doug Armstrong's comment. <laughs> Me too. Okay, I guess uh, we see where the standard is, and now we know where the standard is. That means that if one of the Blues players ends up going in on a hit like Nachushkin did and the league wants to look at it, I think Doug Armstrong's call is a lot more firmer to the league about, oh, I don't think we're going to review this one. So we'll see how that plays out. That one was frustrating, and, and it didn't help that uh, one of your top penalty-killing defensemen ended up injured in that. So we hope that Robert's okay. Gunnarsson will step in. They called up Mikola from the taxi squad, so we may get a chance to see Nico Mikola before too long here in some regular NHL action, and, and we'll see how that Blues depth is tested. But, no, I didn't. I didn't like it in comparison to what we saw with the Sammy Boy situation. And by the way, I like the way the Blues are handling the taxi squad. I love the fact that Jake Neighbors is going to be here just to get the experience, if nothing else, of practicing with the NHL team and kind of getting a, a lay of the land for the National Hockey League. Well, and you know what? There's a the thing. It, it doesn't count against the Blues cap at all. It doesn't hurt his eligibility unless he plays in, in the 10-game the scenario that we all know very well. And with their junior teams not going and not playing yet, there would be no place for him to go. So you might as well keep him here and let him be around guys. Let him see how an Orion O'Reilly and all these guys work and how that goes. I think that's, that's extraordinarily valuable. And the other thing with the taxi squad is it, it's going to allow teams that are up against the cap to manage the cap each day that you can take some, some salary off that cap and not have to pay the NHL cap portion of it. Uh, or have a count against your cap can help you with some cap space down the line. So this is one of those unique years where not only can it be beneficial for a player, but a team can manipulate it and use it to help themselves from a cap situation as well. Curbs, you're the man. Thanks so much for the time. Have fun tonight, and we'll be tuned in. Can't wait to be there, guys. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll talk to you during the week. You bet. See you later. That is Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues. Blues, Sharks, pregame tonight at 6, faceoff at 7. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, 
And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.